Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Heel Turn, our live weekly wrestling show and the official podcast of ProWrestling.Cool. It's not just cool, it's, oh my god, there's so much. There is so much wrestling that we're going to get into, including WWE, NXT, NXT UK, AEW, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Then, th- that's a lot. I'm Owen, joined by John. Joined by everybody out there on the internet, isn't that cool? It's not cool. We are streaming live over at twitch.tv slash ozoneonline. Check us out. We are monitoring the chat and our Twitter at The Heel Turn. So send us your questions and your comments and we'll get to them as we deem fit. Owen. John. Fuck this. There's too much wrestling. Too much wrestling. Shall we just get into it? All right. All right. Hitting the wrestling. We're hitting the new. No banter. We're just getting into the news. Hey, John. Oh, and I have news for you. What's up? My, my, my stream deck won't recognize it. That's dumb. Maybe you have to restart your computer later. Oh, man. Don't do it now. We're doing a show. Hey, John, you know what else what? is missing besides your connection? No, I don't. The AEW Championship. No, it's not. I kayfabe it is. I guess, uh, yeah, maybe a little bit. So, yeah, um, weird thing happened on Sunday. So Chris Jericho was in Tallahassee, and he decided to not go and have Omaha Steaks at home, instead went to a Longhorn Steakhouse. Look, you know, as much as you can get the steaks at home... Like, then you have to go home. You're already there. You might as well get the stakes where you are. Yeah, but... See, then things like this happen. Like, you leave your belt in your limo, and it gets <clears> stolen. <throat> now, who would do something like that? Chris Steal Jericho! Well, yeah, I, I more meant the part about stealing a belt from a limousine, but you know what? That is Vince true. Chris McMahon. Jericho would leave it in... No... He would go into the limousine to steal the belt, and then the whole thing would explode. How do you know that didn't happen? All right, you got me there. Exactly. We didn't have witnesses. But yeah, um, this is fucking weird, because um, they were, he filed a report with the police that was missing, and then today it showed up. And then they're like, oh no, we deleted that post, never mind. Whoopsie and then, daisy. And then they posted it again. Without the picture. Uh, this is confusing. What, and then Chris Jericho cut a promo? He did. It was a it was a good ass promo. He was drinking a bit of the bubbly. And, the best and he part- poured it into that glass and yeah. he was like, eh, nah, fuck that. Yeah, he pours it in the glass and then he just drinks in the bottle. Yep. It's real good. It's real stupid. It turns out Chris Jericho is really fucking good. Who knew? So yeah, the story about the belt miss- being missing is hilarious. The storyline about the belt being missing is dumb. It's bizarre. Like, it's making me question if the other part's actually true or not, which I can pretty much confirm that it is true. No, it's definitely true. The people I've talked to, like, yeah, that's a real police report. No, you're, you're not going to fake this. Like, 
you're absolutely not going to fake this. And like, hey, I think it's pretty funny and cool that they're making lemons out of lemonade. You're, you know, making lemonade out of lemons and like, you know, fucking just running with it and be like, all right, well, this whole thing is clearly fucked up. So whatever. Let's just have fun with it. Yeah, but then have it telling the police to not to not post about it. Eh, kind of weird. Eh, you know, no, it is definitely weird, but also like, whatever. You know, the police don't have to post about it. I mean, they posted again about it. Because they're idiots. Well, they had to, they had to answer, they follow up on the report, you know? That the belt I mean, costs they, like $30,000. I mean, they don't have to follow up on anything. They don't have to put this shit out, like, public. It's too late. They already put the report out, so they gotta, they gotta wrap it up. They're just stupid idiots. Did they make the list? No, because that's property of... Well, let's not get into it. True. Yeah, this was weird. Sure is. I wonder what they're going to do about the storyline bit now. I don't know. It's a good question. Do they, like, have someone show up at the, uh, the TV with it? Uh... Nah. Was it Mox? And maybe it was Mox. Hmm. He's a crazy motherfucker, it's true. Yeah, they also... Uh, you know, speaking of AEW, I didn't put this on the list, but... They announced that the Omega Mox match is now happening in, Bal- in Baltimore in November at a show called Full Gear. Full Gear! I hate that name. I think it's pretty funny. Uh, you understand the joke of it, right? Yeah. <sighs> yes, I'm. I have watched Being the Elite. Why didn't they put a cowboy hat in the logo? Because it's called a reference. No, it would be funnier if they went all the way with it and just had the poster be Adam Page. It'd be pretty cool, but yeah, Adam you know. Page has to be on the on the on the poster, right? Should be. AEW's a weird company. Sure is. Um, also, like I again, this is I didn't write this down in the news, but uh, did you know that the show on TNT is not going to be called All Elite Wrestling? Is or what? Yeah, Tony Khan confirmed that that's not the name, but they aren't ready to say what it is yet because. I don't think they know what the name is yet. It is a mystery. Like, I don't no. know if Wednesday Night Dynamite's gonna be the actual thing or not. <laughs> sure, why not? Do you have any guesses? Call it Nitro, you cowards. I mean, they already did that fucking background. I mean, the, the opening has to include, like, fire, like, running down the street and then, like, blowing up the logo, right? I mean, they might as well. I know. So they have to go, like, all the way, right? No. I mean, yes, they, they can, can but nah, he's really expensive. They're not going to the main event. WCW Shit. was stupid. I mean, WCW did it. But I want this company to live. Yes! <laughs> Guess what? AEW is WCW. Yeah, we all do, but still. 
they're WCW. They they're on TNT. They have JR. They signed Tony Giovanni. They're using Dusty Rhodes style booking. Come on. Shut up. It's not the greatest night in the history of our sport yet. Yet. The first night there he's gonna say it. He's gonna say it. Hey John? What? More AEW news. What's do you like that, Kylie Ray? Yeah, I do actually. Kylie Ray's cool. Well, bad news. She asked for her release from AEW and she got it granted. Yeah, I know. Isn't that cool? It's not cool. No, it's not. It's not cool at all. Why did you ask? You're supposed to say it's not just cool. It's not cool at all. Uh, Because not and dot rhyme. Come on, John. Keep up with me. This is is terrible. I hate this. Yeah, I hate this this entire bit. I hate that Kylie... Is leaving because of undisclosed reasons, which may be injuries. That is the rumor that is going around, and I I hope she's okay. I really do. Yeah. At least the other rumor was bullshit this week. Yeah, it's true. Like, I didn't believe that one for a second, and I don't know why everyone kept picking it up. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, where did it even come from is the thing. I think some bozo reported it, and everyone just took it. Like, yeah, this person says it, so it has to be true. I was like, yeah, I don't know these people. Like, I'm not going to take what they say until I see something from either one of my sources or from Casey Kanzara herself. So if people are out there hearing rumors that she's, like, asked for her release, no. She hasn't. Especially not right before NXT goes to USA and they need a star. Because, hey, guess what? USA's on NBC Universal. You know what else is on NBC Universal? American Ninja War. Sure is. Which is the show that she got her name from. So, Synergy. Hooray! Yeah, I, I fully expect her to make it her debut on uh, NXT TV on USA at some point. Alright then. I got one more bit of news since I kind of pivoted to WWE there. What's that, Owen? Uh, tentative dates for the, the WWE draft have oh, do tell. been circulating. So they're yeah. doing this again. Yeah. Uh, the reason they're doing this, John, is because of the Fox and you know USA getting the separate shows. Uh, they're, they're not doing this wildcard shit anymore. They're doing two distinct brands, which is the way it should be. So to do that, and to like reset things for the, the different networks, they're doing a draft, and it's tentative to be the second week on Fox. Alright. So the first week has everybody, so you know you can have fun with that and have all the big stars. And then you get a, a bit, so you get the big draw for that and the you know, the big anniversary for SmackDown and all the stars coming in. Then the second week you draw them in by announcing that the first half of the draft will be on the uh, October 11th episode of SmackDown from Las Vegas. Sure. Followed by uh, the second half being on Raw the following Monday, the 14th, in Denver. Denver, my favorite wrestling town. I mean, it's fine. Vegas is a cool spot, though. 
But yeah, this, I think it's a great idea to do it every set and, you know, figure out, like, what will work best for trying to build brands on separate networks and actually have some competition going on. Yeah, I mean, hey, I hope that, like, they actually do it right instead of just fucking it up and doing, like, the wild card thing. I mean, I know that you were, like, super into it last time for reasons I don't really understand, but, like, hey, maybe this time it'll actually be different because, like... They have a company, they're on a network that like actually wants a sports show instead of just doing the thing where it's like, hey, we're, uh, you know, we're here, but also like, fucking, we don't care what you do. So, hey, that's why Raw and SmackDown are basically the same show. It also hurt that they were on the same network back to back nights. Yeah. So, yeah, I hope this thing, I hope this actually shakes things up and makes things interesting. I mean, hope springs eternal, right? I assume that the the women's tag belt remains on both shows. <sighs> I wouldn't assume that the women's tag belt is even going to continue to exist. That's fair. I think it's a really bad luck for WWE if they back away from it so soon. Does Vince McMahon care? Nope, I'm sure a lot of people care that are, like, women's empowerments, even if it's, like, bullshit. And they're, like, just doing it to appease people. The problem is, if you if you back up to those people that you were appeasing, you look real bad. Especially when you're, like, pushing, like, the women's evolution and Becky Lynch being the main event of things and all that. Yeah, but honestly, it's Vince. I don't think he cares. Yeah. Oh, did you hear the news about NXT? I don't know if I told you last week or not. What is it? That Vince McMahon's going to be, like, have no involvement. It's, they're, because Vince essentially told Triple H, make this successful, because you did it already. Just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, you did, and I continue to say what I said last week, which is, yeah. I don't believe it. I'll believe it when I see it, which is, like... I'm sure he'll do that if NXT does really well and beats AEW. It won't the first week. Well, of course it won't the first week. Because AEW's going to be you know, the hot new thing, so you really... Unless they build up, like, a really big show for NXT that week, it can't. They'd essentially have to do, like, a takeover. Yeah, basically. On TV. Well, hey, I mean, they announced uh, they announced a match for next for uh, the the first show, so you know. Did they? Yep. I, I, I what was it? Uh, a women's number one contenders match between Mia Yim. Don't say against Yushirai. Bianca Belair. Ooh! Oh, it's oh, it's a multi woman match. Okay. It is a triple threat elimination match. Okay, I'm. Is the last person here, Shirai? You bet your fucking ass it is. Oh man, you put you're putting Evil EO on the first episode. Smart, very smart. Give me that fucking entrance. Give it to me now. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have uh, more news about you know our plans for what happens with all that Wednesday night stuff happening uh, next week. Sure. Okay. Because. Another podcast that will be coming out later this week will be breaking that news. Oh, are they? Yeah. 
I, they asked if they could. Okay. I said, yeah, go ahead. So our plans for October will be announced on our Patreon. So you can get it first there and at patreon.cool. And then if not, we'll tell you next week on Heel Turn. It's weird that the people that aren't the principals of the website are making this announcement. I, I thought it was exciting. I, I thought it was something exciting. It also involves them because it involves their show that they've been doing. No, I know. I'm just saying. It's it's kind of weird that we're not the ones making that announcement. Yeah. Well, I wanted to sh- I wanted to shake it up a little bit. Give them a little spotlight. Push people to the Patreon, John. Push people to the Patreon for the exclusives. Speaking of exclusives, AEW had a pay-per-view that was only available if you paid $50. Oh, you mean it's a pay-per-view? Yeah. I was hoping the replays could be, like, 35. I'd be like, yeah, okay, I'll pay that. Why would they do that? Because I, you would already know what happened. So what? I was hoping they would sh- at least take some money off. Why would it's they expensive. do that? I, I don't know, John. I'm just I'm saying, so- I feel like nobody does that anymore. Yeah. And they only ever really did that if not a lot of people bought it in the first place. You know what was great, though? What's that? Uh, Verquest was, you know, on Fight and not on New Japan World. $40. That was like 20 I thought it was 40 I thought it was, I heard 20 Um, hey, maybe maybe they dropped the price. I, I The initial price that I heard was 40 so, well, hey, maybe that was just wrong. Let me just We're not going to fact check it, Owen. It doesn't matter. I, I'll just say it did not, it did not feel like a $40 show. We'll get into it, but yeah, they didn't announce when it would be on New Japan World. It was up two days later. <laughs> All right. Whoopsies. So, I hope AEW gets I mean, a hey. streaming type thing where you get a subscription. They do. It's called BR Live. Yeah, but you have to pay extra for the pay per view. Yep. It's called BR Live. No, I'm good. Hey, it's called, they have this deal with the Turner Network, and the Turner Network would really like you to check out their app, Bleacher Report Live. Yeah, let, let me pay a subscription to get the AEW stuff on demand and, like, maybe, like, a 30-day delay on the pay-per-view, or two weeks or something. They just don't even have, like, enough content. I mean, later, once they launch the weekly show. I mean, let let me watch the archives of the weekly show on the BR Live. I'll pay. I guess that wouldn't be terrible. I'll pay a subscription for that. It just seems like we're asking to spend more money on things. Yes, welcome to professional wrestling. Welcome to our future of all the streaming services where you have to pay money for all of them. Yeah, I'm good. Are you excited for Disney Plus? Hell no. I'm not fucking buying that. Who cares? I am. Put that shit on Hulu. That's the one I have, and you own it. Yeah, but they're doing the package where if you just pay... If I pay a couple dollars extra, not only do I get the the commercial-free Hulu, I also get Disney+, and I also get ESPN+. It's way more extra than it seemed like it would be. What do you mean? 
I mean, they they made it sound like, oh man, you get all this and it's just going to be like a dollar extra from what your Hulu is right now. It's like it's oh, actually man. like three dollars extra, I think. I think I'm paying like nine bucks, and this is like thirteen. But you don't get, but that's the Hulu with ads, all right? No, I no, I, I have ad free Hulu. Yeah, which is like twelve bucks. I thought. Oh, is it? Yeah. I, th- I don't check my billing statements clearly. But yeah, I thought it was like yeah, I thought it was like eight bucks for for ads, twelve bucks for no. No, you're probably right. I think yeah, I'm thinking of I'm probably thinking when I had ads. I said I yeah, I, I cover SmackDown. I need to not have ads. Yeah, no fuck ads. The ads are terrible. The ads are so long. Yeah, because that's that's the one of my big questions was with the bundle. I'm like, is it ad free Hulu or is it ad Hulu? And then they said it was ad free. I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm in. You got me. So John. Yeah, what's up? Tell me about AEW All Out. Oh, and All Out was a good show. Cool. That's it. You don't want to talk? All right, see you later. You don't want to talk about anything from it? No, I I do. No, All Out Out was a fun show. I I thought it was worth the $50. I very much enjoyed it. I definitely can see where the issues were. I definitely think that there were... You know, they continue to have some issues with pacing and putting on like ridiculously long shows. Like, I get it, you're making that $50 feel worth it, but like, I think that you could pace it a little bit better. And I mean, and I'm saying this as someone that probably, that probably experienced this in like the best way of like, I didn't watch any of it live. I just straight up like watched it on my own time. So like, I didn't have the issue of like, you know, everybody being super fucking tired and like not here for the main event because it was like, well, I just, you know, yeah, I saw that crazy fucking ladder match beforehand, but it was like the only other match I watched that day. So going to the other one, it's like, oh yeah, this is still fun and cool. I'm still feeling hype. That's cool. Hey John, yeah. Would you like me to like tell you the, the big notes that I take from the show and you, and you explain them to me? Sure. Yeah, I think that's a good place to start. Of like, you know, I I have my own. Like, I was just gonna do like, you know, a couple little ups and a couple little downs, and just like a general overview of the thing, just because. Hey, we have another show where people are going to actually cover it in depth. So you know, I don't really need to go into deep, super deep detail, mm-hmm. and you should listen to that one. But yeah, no, hit me up with some things, and I'll and I'll give you my opinions. But yeah, I want to remind people: head over to Patreon. Cool, and all patrons will get a show later this week. From our pals at the Hill Alternative, covering this show in detail. Hey, they're putting out a good show. I'm, I'm going to have to figure out a new strategy to put them out of business. Wow. Not sure I can compete with them. Wow. You're, you're... I mean, I'm still having to put. I'm still putting Heel Alternative out of business. It's just how am I going to do it? I, I, I'm going to have to. I have reconsider some things. But I can't. I can't tell you on the air. I'll have to tell you later. I, ha- I have some ideas. But John, um, one You're thing have to I cut that entire earlier bit. But John, I heard that the commentary was actually pretty good outside of Jim Ross. I actually agree, but disagree. Like I heard Jim Ross was good in some parts, but also banned some of others. Yeah, Jim Ross is definitely look. Jim Ross definitely had his moments. He. He needs to stop calling Jungle Boy Jungle Jack Perry. That's not his name. Oh, geez. I get that. Like you're, you kind of slipped into a weird '80s hole there, Jr. But like, that's not his name, dude. Come on. Oof. 
But, like, honestly, the thing that I notice most uh, off is, okay, first of all, Golden Boy Alex Marvez, he's good. I like him. That's what I've heard. Yeah, he's he's very good. Like, you know, I, I get, well, he's like a, a he's a, a games commentator? Yeah, he did stuff. Uh, it was a fighter fest where he, they got really noticed him and gave him this role. Okay, well, yeah, like, what does he do? He's like, what What does he do? Like, esports things? Like, uh, like FGC or something? I don't know. I'm not entirely sure. I just know that he did stuff for that show, because he was at CEO anyway. And they said, yeah, you're good at this. You should you should help us out. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to say that he's, like, a super, like, deep, you know, deeply knowledgeable voice about wrestling and all these things. But, like, yeah, he's he's good. Like, he has a good voice for this, and, like, I, I enjoy what he's done. Um, I would say... If anything, I'd say the weak, the weak link in all this was Excalibur. Wow, that's a hot take. I mean, look, I'm not going to say that Excalibur was bad, but like he there, he was definitely kind of tripping over himself in a lot of places and, and getting like some things wrong here and there and having to correct himself a lot. Like it kind of felt like Excalibur w- was a little more under pressure than like I'd seen from him in the other shows. I was so yeah, I was surprised by it. That I was like, wow, I, I feel like Excalibur is the one that's not really keeping up right now. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, again, I, I feel bad about that. But, yeah, I, I don't know. I thought that was strange to me. Uh, hey, John, they did another of those Casino Battle Royales. They sure did. With the ladies. They sure did. And I heard it was real bad. Yeah, they didn't fix any of the issues with the last one. And this one had its own issues like you know what? i was willing to give i was willing to give the one a double or nothing like a bit of a pass for like being kind of a shit show because like all right they're figuring it out they're trying to come up with a cool thing you know they they tried this next time they do it maybe they'll do something different <laughs> they did the exact same fucking thing basically and it just didn't work and there were just like all those weird little moments like <clears throat> The part where they messed up the timing on one of the things because they wanted Nyla to be the only person in the ring for when the people came out, which was unnecessary. I didn't like the Nyla Rose story. I I like the Nyla Rose story. I like Nyla Rose. I think oh, that I like her. She, this, the way they formatted it with her taking out all these waves. Is, uh... I I enjoyed that. I. I'm look. I'm just gonna say it. I think it would be better if Nyla Rose was better. Yes, I think that Nyla Rose isn't necessarily ready for the spotlight that they're putting on her. I, I don't say that in a way where it's like I don't like Nyla Rose. I don't think she's ever gonna get there. Like I think she's really good. I think that like I would compare her to uh, you know not to tip my hand here, but let's say for example a Hangman Adam Page. Huh. I see the talent. I see how they're very good. I don't think they're there yet. Yeah. But, you know, as shitty as it sounds, I, I think we know why she's being, you know, pushed before she's ready. For yeah, I look, I mean, yeah, I do. But like, you know what? That's the kind of thing that I'm totally fine with. So whatever. Like this, this ain't a, this ain't a sport. This is a fucking storytelling mechanism. If this is, is how we're going to, you know, show that representation matters and also making a direct statement to like a lot of the people out there that are pissed off about certain things about this and getting real groiper and Pepe about it. Like, Ugh. you know what? I'm fine with it. Yeah. I just wish that you know, she was more 
seasoned and ready for this responsibility. If anything, my bigger issue with the entire thing is that, like, if you're going to do this, you need to have, you need to book her around opponents that, like, you know, are veterans, can, like, walk her through it and do all these things. Like, you know, and I'm, I'm going to throw it out there. I don't think Rio is that. No. I also think that Rio should maybe win the first title, but she's I, not going to. Don't disagree, to be honest, but I also don't think Riho should be the champion either. No, it should be Britt Baker. It should. But they don't. No, I'd, I'd, I'd even be okay with uh, the, the Karushita. Like, she's good. She's re- Hear me out. First championship in Aja Kong. Yeah, there we go. I mean, you have an you have an old veteran holding the other title. Give it you another veteran title. Do it, you cowards. Book it. Book it. Ash Kong versus Awesome Kong at, at full gear for the title. Let's go. Book it. Yeah, I I don't know. I I don't feel great about the women's nope. division in this company, especially with uh, you know. With Kylie Ray going. But hey, look, if they can keep up things like, you know, if they're actually going to use Sunil Dashwood, if they're actually going to use it. They can't. She's Man. signed with Impact. So? Fuck Impact. They, they just let her do this one time thing. She's not. <laughs> no. And guess what? what about- Impact has a really good women's division, so she's in a better spot. Oh, man. Yeah, you're right. Impact's women's division is really good. It's the only... It's, it, it, some people say it's the only thing they have going for them. Not necessarily wrong. Yeah. Yeah, I hope this women's division gets better, because, like, you need more than just, like, Britt Baker. I mean, Allie seems like she's good, too. Yeah. Like, the B. Presley shit... Oh boy! Like I like B. Presley. That whole thing that happened with her and the other one, though, was it Sadie Gibbs or something? I don't know. I don't know what you're referring to. Oh, you you didn't hear about any of the the fucking nonsense that happened with B. Presley and this other person who she apparently has like legitimate beef with? No. There I was a no sell. There was a no selling of a gorilla press. That's no. That's unprofessional. What are you doing? It. Yeah, like, some actual shit went down in this match, which is why I think it was, like, actually worse than the the other one. Like, some people got mad unprofessional with it. That's fucked up. Yeah, there was was some shit. Man. But hey, like, you know what? If anything, it's a good thing that the worst match happened, like, at the very beginning of the show on the pre-show. Alright, another thing I have to say. Jurassic Express is a great name for a team. It sure is. And it's a better name than a small a boy, a small boy and his dinosaur. Yep, Jurassic Express is great, and uh, Luchasaurus continues to be one of the best things going in AEW. Luchasaurus is fucking rad and that opening match was fantastic. Yep. I agree. Um Hey, uh, Pac beat Kenny Omega. He did. It was awesome. It was also a great match. Found out it's pronounced Pac. 
It is apparently pronounced pack. Like a rumble pack. Like a wolf pack. Wait, can you Don't start like the wolf it. pack? Don't like it. What if what if he uh who's who's the girl that's the wolf? That's Chris Wolf. She's retired now. What if she becomes his manager? What if she becomes his manager? And they're the wolf pack. Let her be happy with her wife. Bring her wife with her. It's fine. Yeah, okay. And Pack shows up with like a wolf hood. Let's go. It's just... No. Yo, you made Kenny Omega bring, ta- pass the fuck out. Bring the Evolve guy in. No, he's with WWE. But John! Fuck that. Steven Wolf is all elite now. Fuck you. Pack made Kenny Omega pass the fuck out. He did. Is Kenny Omega a jobber? It was a really good match. I mean, they wrote that in that being the elite. I know, that's what I'm saying. Is, is it true? I, I enjoy the story that they were telling. If they are truly doing this of like... If they're doing what I think they're doing of they're telling a story of Kenny Omega is, you know, the king shit, cocky, like, arrogant baby face who, you know, was basically fucking king of Japan and called, like, the best wrestler ever, best bout machine, but now he's over here in America where everybody's been watching his shit and, like, learning about him and, like, he can't fucking do his, like, fucking tricks anymore because everybody's on to him, like... And he's going to have to get humbled and rebuild himself up. Like, I think that this is a really cool and interesting story, and I really hope that they stick the landing on this. I heard that the style he was going for in this match was he's kind of, like, intentionally being sloppy with his moves. Did you notice that? No, I definitely did. I think that's definitely the thing. Was It was like, he was being sloppy, he was being careless, like, he wasn't really, like giving it his all, and I think the part of that that story is, yeah, it's like, you know, he's the best bout machine. He doesn't really have to put in his all, and he's supposed to be able to win. You know what I think it is? What is it? Because he misses his lover. His lover doesn't even care about him anymore. I know it. it break, it's breaking him up inside. It's fucked up. To be fair, can't can he abandon him? He tried to take him with him. Koa's like, no, I'm gonna get pushed to the moon over here. Fuck you. Look who won the G1. It's gonna be really cool when Coda dies in January. He's already dead. I'm not convinced. John, I am not convinced that he survived that Naito match. I think he's a ghost. I mean, we'll know for sure when his head actually falls off in January. It's true. Because he has to fight huge matches two nights in a row. What else do you want to talk about from this show, Owen? Cracker Barrel! This match was fun. Fuck! This match was was real stupid and real fun. That was messed up when they put those thumbtacks in, in fucking... I can't want to call him Little Jimmy Urine, even though I know that's not his name. Jimmy Havoc? I mean, look, are you going to tell me that Jimmy Havoc doesn't kind of remind you of the lead singer from Mindless Self-Indulgence? No, you're right. I rest my case. Yeah, when they put those thumbtacks in Jimmy Havoc's mouth and taped it shut, that was fucked up. He was also fucked up? What? The thumbtacks on the skateboard. Yeah, that was fucking crazy. (laughs) What the fuck is this? What a... 
stupid match this was. I liked it. The crowd chanted Cracker Barrel. They chanted Cracker Barrel a lot. Like, you know what? I hope fucking Cracker Barrel is happy. Oh, they tweeted about it. They're fucking thrilled. Like, because they got, like, the best advertising ever of getting a fucking crowd of 10,000 people chanting Cracker Barrel. They are very pleased with this match. I can't wait for this to be an annual thing. Hell, have a Cracker Barrel match in every pay-per-view. I don't care. Sure. Bring in uh, New Jack. Er, no. Never. He keeps all the weapons in the Cracker Barrel. TNT will not approve of this. They know. Uh, hey, John. What's that? Uh, Arn Anderson did a spine buster. Yeah, he did. It was fucking great. What the fuck, dude? Fuck Sean Spears. Here's a spine buster. It's fucked up. I was so happy to see Arn. I was... Yeah. You know what? Here, that's one of the things I want to talk about. All the Elite Boys, they did good. Kenny's match was real fun. Cody's match was some... Once again, he's the fucking master of the Southern wrestling pathos. Here's here's a bunch of overbooked stupid nonsense, but it's fucking great. Here's Tully Blanchard done. fucking selling like a goddamn champion. Yeah, that's crazy that he took a bump. Tully goddamn Blanchard fucking working in his 60s. Guy's a, guy's a professional. He's amazing. I'm so stoked with this. Like, I yeah, I really enjoyed this. Like, I'm not going to sit here and say that, you know... Tie the ten man Taylor as much as I love him. Like, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say that Sean Spears is like, you know, necessarily prove that he's going to be like a main eventer or something. But like. As a mid card heel who's got like Tully Blanchard in his corner, like building him up like he could be. Hey, he could be a lot of fun while you're really building up MJF as king shit dirtbag. Indeed. Can't wait and maybe, and hey, maybe like Tully can help really push him up to that that main event level. Who MJF? No, Sean Spears. What if MJF and Tully Blanchard are a team? MJF doesn't need it. It's true. It's true. He just needs his Burberry. Hmm. Uh, what what about the Young Bucks? They were the other elite. Yeah, that match fucking ruled. That was the best match of the show. I'm I'm shocked the the Lucha Bros match with ladders was your favorite match. Yeah, weird, right? It's, it it seems like that's extremely your shit or something. Yeah, weird, right? Well, I'm glad. I had, I hadn't it... heard too much from this match. Oh, this match is fucking dope. It's no, it's just an insane fucking spot fest. But all Wait, hold spots... on. The Young Bucks in a spot fest? Get out. I know, here. right? It's it's really cool and really stupid, and they're all just, like, fucking jumping all over the place and throwing fucking, like, crossbodies and, like, fucking flying topes through fucking tables and just, like, jumping off of ladders. It's great. It's great. That does sound pretty great. Nick Jackson literally fucking died in the end. What? Uh, Pentagon, he was at the top of the ladder trying to get the belts and Pentagon pushed the ladder over and he was supposed to fall through two tables that were positioned on the outside. What happened? He instead caught his foot on the rope 
fell through one of the tables and hit his head on the second one. No! Yeah, he looked like he fucking died. No! Hope he's okay. Yeah, I think he's okay, but... Alright. He was fucked up. Yeah, I think sounds- he, I, he must have been okay because he came back in and, and took the fucking, uh... He took the fucking MDK from, uh... From our good b- friends at LAX. Oh yeah, those guys debuted, but they don't have... Yeah, by name. the way, La Borica debuted! Yeah, that's their name. That's a weird name. Well... I'm guessing the probably Impact owns LA. Yes, they do indeed. I I looked into it. That's cool. Yeah. But here's the thing, though, John. What's that, Owen? If the former LAX already debuted, who's going to be Jericho's mystery partners? Maybe it's them. No, it's not a mystery anymore. It's got to be someone else. You You don't have them debut... Here, if they're, they're going to be the big surprise, to be Jericho's partners. Do you, Maybe it's not going to be a surprise anymore. Maybe they'll come out and say, "Yeah, it's them." John, do you think it's going to be two new wrestlers dressed up as Tallahassee cops? No. But what if it is? God damn you! <laughs> you don't think they're above that? God damn you! They're not going to do that because that was that fucking... That was David Arquette's wrestling character and Ready to Rumble. Yeah, bring David Arquette in. It's WCW again. In the immortal words of David Arquette, SHUT UP! Wow, I can't believe we got him on the show. Look, he doesn't cost that much. It's true, he's doing indie wrestling now. Again. Yeah, I know. Uh, and finally, the uh, the main event went over 26 minutes. What the fuck? Yeah, I look, I'm going to say it. I like this main event. I thought it was good. I enjoyed it. I you, thought it was... You like, look, you like it Jericho. Was, yeah, Jericho's great. No, I look, the, the main event was definitely very long. It was definitely very drawn out and like... I think they could have tightened up the pacing in some places and not had it just be like, you know, they went for like a very like classic, like we're having a big fucking fight and we're just like, you know, taking our time and just being kind of slow with it and really just like savoring everything. Like, I don't think it really needed that. I think they could have. I think there are a lot of spots where it's like it felt like they were trying to build it up, but like you could have just cut off like five seconds from it. And, like, you still would have had the same effect. Mm-hmm. Oh, too many things that were drawn out unnecessarily, I think. Wait. Which, maybe maybe that's a product of the fact that Jericho's getting old. I, I can't really say for certain. But and, and also, I think maybe it's also a product of the fact that, like, I don't know, I think I like him at all. I think he's really good. But, you know, as I was kind of alluding to earlier, I don't think Hangman Page is really all there yet as a character. But he rode in on a horse. He rode in on a horse, and that was fucking sick. Why was Lil Nas X not with him? It's a good question. Fucked up. Yeah, I I don't know. I I quite enjoyed this match, though. I thought it was I thought it was very good. I think that a big problem is that they need to get better at pacing their pay per views because. 
they keep making the same mistake every sing almost every single time of you know the fucking young bucks are just gonna fucking do some dumbass show stealing bullshit like what's the main event yeah either they got a main event because like you're gonna fucking blow up the crowd so hard that like it's just gonna make them too tired and too like kind of you know punchy to really get involved in whatever comes after it which I think happened here again. Like, definitely the crowd tried, and, like, they were they were invested in it. But, like, I, I think that also, yeah, that's part of, like, it being so long. Like, maybe it was that, maybe that was a good thing because it gave the crowd a little bit of time to, like, rest and really get back into it. But, like, I think it was a detriment to the match, and, like, maybe it's something you could have avoided by, I don't know, not having it be the main event, but you kind of had to have it be the main event because it's the fucking title that should be the main event. Also, the the tag titles weren't AEW's titles, so they couldn't main event. Yep, I I'm gonna throw it out there. What they should do is do it like fucking WWE and other people do house shows. Have it be do a bunch of matches, then do an intermission, <laughs> then do a bunch more matches. <laughs> ah, they're not they're not gonna do intermissions. Do it like have it say like, hey, it's halftime. I mean, it'd be smart, but they aren't going to do it. Yeah, like, especially, like, you know, you don't need to do it for television, clearly, but, like, for a pay-per-view, like, if especially if you're going to do, like, a four-hour show like this, yeah, do that. Have a fucking intermission, have, like, a halftime where you can do, like, a recap thing, and then you know what you do? You have the Young Bucks made of, you have the Young Bucks be the last match for that, for the first act. Yeah, essentially like a house show, I agree. Yeah. You get you get people fucking crazy and hyped and excited and everything and be like, oh man, it's great. And then they have like fifteen minutes to rest and get more drinks and like chill out for a bit before you start it up and cycle it and ramp it back up all over again. Yep. Yeah, they they need to get better with pacing their shows. Is what I'm trying to say in all this. Indeed. And because I thought that main event was very good, and I thought that Jericho and Hangman both did a very good job of like putting themselves over i think jericho did a great job of making hangman you know for someone that like is not on his level and shouldn't be on his level and shouldn't really be in the main event like they hadn't they did a great job of you know i i would say in a way a lot of ways similar to what nxt did with the jordan miles adam cole match of like having it clearly be hangman has a shot hangman's like keep holding his own and he belongs here but he's not at that level yet and he's not ready yet and it was pretty emphatically proven. Yep. I like that story. I think that's a good story. And I think that they showed a lot that, like, I want to see them build Hangman up. I want to see him, like, get built up in the mid card. I want to see them, like, do some kind of, like, secondary title, like a television title that he can have a run with for a while. Yeah, that sounds about good. Yeah. And then, yeah, like, that's... And that also just touches on a lot of my other complaints with, like, I think that, yeah, the show should have had better pacing. I think that they need to do a good, better job of building up, like, some of the divisions. I think the women's division seems kind of weak right now. I think the tag division is fucking fantastic, but, like, boy, I hate to say it, but I really don't like the Dark Order. I know. That's why we didn't talk about them. Yeah, I just... It's not working. Nope. Like... I want to love them. I I like what I've seen of Super Smash Brothers. I like that they have like the Demon Boys. 
but this just isn't doing it for some reason, and I don't know what it is. Because the gimmick doesn't work. But it could, and I don't know why it isn't working. Because it's not Super Smash Bros. They, they differentiate it too much, and they're not feeling it. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it really is just like Evil, Evil Uno and Stu Grayson just aren't like, haven't really found it, and they're not really comfortable in it yet. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. So, yeah, John? they they got to figure this shit out. But, you know, I'm going to throw it out there. Like, I get that they're building up best friends, and, like, I love best friends and all. They should have switched the tag matches. Because that one that was on the fucking pre-show, god damn was that hype. Mm-hmm. And anything else you want to touch on the show? That's about it. You know, hey, we have another... Po- hey, you want to hear, like, actual in-depth thoughts about All Out and, like, the matches and everything that happened and not just me doing, like, a kind of quick highlights thing? Uh, yeah, we got a Patreon for that. Indeed, Patreon.cool. But, John, the show ended with Jericho winning the AEW championship, having a little bit of the bubbly, and then drunkenly Judas losing Judas affecting his, belt. his damn head off. He drunkenly lost his belt. As you do when you're Chris Jericho, and have such great ideas as that one that I showed you earlier. Nope, don't want you to talk about that one. I can't believe Vince McMahon never did that match. John, we don't need to talk about it. It's real bad. It was in a published book. Tell people where they can look it up, at least, so they can figure it out for themselves. It's in the... It's like the first chapter, the end of the first chapter of Chris Jericho's first memoir. Great. He talks about a match idea that he created when he was doing indie wrestling, like backyard wrestling. I think he may have had a little too much of the bubbly then. No, I think he's just had a little bit too much of the being a white Canadian boy. True. He'll turn. This is honesty right there. Anyway. Hey, John. Another wrestling happened, I guess. Yeah. I watched New Japan Pro Wrestling's Royal Quest from the Copper Box in London. I heard that the crowd was very into it. Yeah, it was hard to hear it, though, because, hey, guess what? The show's had so many technical difficulties, holy fuck. So, holy who fuck. did the show? Because it wasn't New Japan, was my understanding. I don't know who did it. Was it, like, Rev Pro that ran it? It may have been, because RevPro had a commentator for one of the matches. Since one of their belts was on the line. Yeah, whoever did this should never do a show ever again, because holy fuck. Like, have you, like, listened to any of the beginning of the show? No. So, all... I've only, I've only seen... I've only seen the one match. Yeah, and the, and the quality of the sound was not great then, but it was a lot better than it was earlier. Because all the crowd mics were blown out. Uh, commentary, like, during the live broadcast, there was no commentary for the first two matches. Cool. And they scrapped something together to get onto New Japan World, which was, like, a real, like, horrible-sounding version of their commentary. But then there were one of the matches... Uh, Sent Kevin, for my iPhone. Kevin Kelly lost one of... lost his headset. <laughs> so, uh... Uh, Gambino had to give him his, so it was just Kevin Kelly for a bit. Then he got his headphones set back, and it was 
the the mics for the wrestlers when they were like cutting their promos was terrible. The crowd was super blown out. It was awful. Oh my god. It was like it made Evolve look like professional as fuck. Damn, that is a big statement. Go watch the opening match on New Japan World and tell me I'm wrong. It just blows my mind that they don't, like, really have any, like, production shit. I don't think they give a fuck about the English commentary. But, like, you'd think that... Was it really just, like, the sh- the, the commentary that had the issues? Or was it, like, you I, know... I, I think them for their mics had issues, but also, like, this, the mics on the crowd and everything were also real off. I don't know. It was a mess. I didn't listen to the Japanese version. Again, though, you'd think that, like... You'd think this is something they'd care about, especially if they're trying to, you know, go more international. You would think, but you have to remember, New Japan is not as big of a company as you think they are. But they're owned by a big company. Yeah, they're clearly not investing enough. Hey, John? So, Ring of Honor. Yikes. Hey, John? What's that? Did you know that Will Ospreay and Robbie Eagles are a tag team? No. Their name are the Birds of Prey. Yeah, okay, that's good. It's real good. And they, So they had a match against uh, Taiji Shimori and El Fantasmo of Bullet Club. Which, oh, by the way, Robbie Eagles used to be Bullet Club, but then he uh, switched over to Chaos with Will Ospreay. Hmm. And uh, the story here is that Will Ospreay, well, first, Robbie Eagles hates Bullet Club, but also uh, Will Ospreay is the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion, and El Fantasma won the Super J Cup recently. So, there has some beef, and they're heading toward a title match. Yeah, no, I know that beef. What? We're we're not going to talk about where that beef went, because that went in some bad places. Wait, what? Did I miss did you, something? Did you not see what El Fantasmo called Will Ospreay? Oh, yeah, I've totally... Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that got cut. Yeah. Wrestling, huh? Yeah, he he made, he made a boo-boo. At least he apologized. That's one way to... He did apologize. It, it it's, was a... It's a heated wrestler moment. Yeah. <laughs> That's the name of this week's episode. <laughs> I will say that that apology, I, I I do hope it is sincere, and I'm, I'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt. But, like, the wording, and I'm hoping that it is just merely in English is not his first language, but, like, the wording of that apology did kind of have a sorry you were offended ring to it. I think it may just came out that way, but I feel like he's... he's I, yeah, no, that's what, I'm, that's what I'm giving the... That's what I'm assuming, that it's just, like... English is not his first language. He didn't mean it that way. And it's just, you know, and he was being sincere because like the rest of the apology read way more sincere than that line did. So it was like, huh, this is strange. You know, he's Canadian, right? Oh, he is. Yeah. Alfred Tasmo is Canadian. All right. Well, I'm the racist shit. But yeah, uh, this match was great, and it ended with Will Ospreay saying, "Hey, you want you want to fight me? 
Well, this is my challenge to you. Come, come after my title, bitch. As you do. Yeah. So I, that was a really excellent match. Uh, Phantasmo and uh, Osprey had a real good sequence that I'm sure you've seen gifts of on Twitter. It's it's awesome. Yeah, I, I have. That's actually yeah. like some of the first I've actually ever seen of El Phantasmo. Yeah, he's cool. He seems really impressive. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, this is why everybody's talking about this guy. Mm-hmm. Did you know that your buddy Kenta had a match? This is the one match I watched. Yeah, your buddy Kenta had a match with my buddy, Tomohiro Ishii. Yeah, your buddy is bad. No, he's not! It's not his fault that Kenta is so damn injury-prone. He suplexed him on his head! He should have tucked his head. And he kept slapping him after he suplexed him on his head and was clearly concussed. Kenta told him to! He could have called Kenta it off. a concussion! That's the referee's fault for not calling it off. It's New Japan's fault. It, it, yeah, no, it's completely New Japan's fault that this happened. Don't Jesus blame Christ. Ishii. I'm not, I'm, I'm not blaming Ishii. I'm saying this is 100% New Japan's fault for not fucking stepping in and being like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's, but, but they had to get the belt onto Kenta for some reason, but they could have delayed it at least or something, you know? But This was bad. Yeah, it was real bad. This was... I was looking forward to this match, and then just took me out of it, and then all the Tonga bullshit happened. I mean, whatever. The Tonga bullshit I was fine with, because it's like, alright, at least we're, like, fucking saving this this tire fire, holy shit. I feel like that was gonna happen regardless. Oh, it was, clearly. Don't get me wrong, it's still Bullet Club. I, John, I'm gonna say this, and you're gonna get mad. I can't believe they made Kenta into Bad Luck Fale. You're a piece of shit. What? It's He's getting wins because he's getting interference from the Tongans. Yeah, but... He was concussed. Regardless of the concussion, it's fucked up. Fuck Kenta. He's doing good heel work and I hate him. He took the belt off my sweet, sweet, strong style boy. It's going to be very hard to decide between this and Goldberg Undertaker for worst match of the year. No, I'm pretty sure it's that's not tough at all. That's not tough at all, John. Come on. No, I think it kind of is. I think this is an easy one, too. Because, because the thing is, Kenta I'm almost died this once. One. Kenta almost died once. Uh, Goldberg and Tager almost died multiple times. But it was in Saudi Arabia where I don't care. Yeah, but the fact that it's in Saudi Arabia makes it like way worse that it even exists. Mm, we'll, we'll get there. Yeah, we'll, we'll cross there, that bridge maybe. when we get there. Exactly. But yeah, uh, also... Right, Ken- this is the only thing I actually saw on this show because I needed to see this fucking clusterfuck for myself. So what else happened? But, but also I have to say that your boy Kenta deprived us of an Ishii versus Taichi match, and I'm never going to forgive him. It's fine. We'll get Kenta versus Taichi. Who are you going to root for? Miho Abe. Fair. Because she always wins. She prays for her man, and her man shows up and sings to her beautifully and angelically. Also, John, I'm surprised you didn't keep watching because the next two matches 
seemed like your shit. I I didn't have time. You're 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 you're, you're Kami's son, Zack Saber Jr. Defended the British heavyweight title against the ace Hiroshi Tanahashi. I do love the Red Sun. He was in I, he was in his home country with his home country title. Yeah, and he lost. I am aware. He hit that high Pretty five. Weird fluff. that fucking <laughs> fucking Tanahashi's now the champion of Red Pro. Why not? Fuck it. Yeah, yeah, fuck it. I mean, sure, why not? It's cool. But, like, that's pretty gonna, weird. If you're not going to give Tanahashi the damn uh, you know, G1, give him this, then. It's fine. Does it mean he have to, like, does he have to move to, to England and, like, defend it there now? Hey, wasn't he, he, wasn't he champion at the show we were at? Was he? No, he wasn't actually. Darn. Yeah, no, I was about to say, wait, I thought Saber was. Yeah, Saber wasn't then. That's right, he wasn't for his title. At the uh, at the garden. Oh, it was just they're fighting because why not? Wait, was Yeah, I think so. I don't remember. I don't actually remember. I just remember that match being cool. That show is a blur to me. It's weird. A lot happened. Yeah, a lot happened, and a lot of it was stupid. Well, yeah, half of it was stupid, but yeah, um, yeah, Hiroshi the war, the the ace one. Go and ace! It's, it's all Boris Johnson's fault. Well, yeah, because they kept showing video packages before this of Zack Saber Jr. throwing his fits backstage at the G One and yelling about Boris Johnson. It's amazing. I wonder how Zack Saber's taking the new news. What's that? Uh, Boris Johnson like completely fucked up his whole shit and lost his his majority in Parliament. Yeah, I bet he's, he's fucking, an idiot. I bet he's still mad because he's Zack Saber Junior. He's always mad. Yeah, well, I mean, please, no, I know he's throwing chairs. True, and ripping down stuff off the walls, as you do. As you do. Um, Alright, I'm going to have to watch that match. Fuck. Yeah, it, it's, a, it's a good match. Of course, of course it is. Zack Sabre Jr. and Tanahashi, come on. I know! I wasn't saying, like, oh man, I can't believe that match is good. I'm saying, it like, yeah, I knew that was going to be good. Fuck, now nah, I'm going to have to spend Yo, time you sh- doing that. You should that. fucking watch the main event, though. Yo, do you want to see Kazuchika Okada and Minoru Suzuki fight for over a half hour? Yeah, I do, actually. Yeah. It ruled. They fought all over the place. Suzuki, like, had Okada at the bottom of the ramp, and he, went, he ran up to the top and ran over and just, like, fucking, like, laid him out. As you do. At one point, Suzuki grabbed a chair, went to the ring, and just sat on it. Because fuck, fuck Okada. Yeah, as you do. Yeah, this ruled. O- <laughs> Suzuki is so damn good. And Okada, you know, he's one of the best, of course. And they put on a really fun match. And it didn't feel long at all. And then, of course, Okada won with a Rainmaker out of nowhere. Sure. But it was fun watching <sighs> them constantly fighting to put their uh, different pile drivers on each other. Because, you know, Okada's got the Tombstone and Suzuki's got the Gotch style. 
Got style. He tried to do that on the ramp, and it was crazy. Oh, man. He tried to do it. He almost did it. That's fucked up. It is fucked Can't up. Can't do that. Suzuki is fucked up. The best part, Suzuki did this all on his own. There was absolutely no interference at all. It was all him. Just being a badass. Yeah, because he's the best. But the most important part was after the match. Okada, you know, did his end of the show promo in English. Asked how everyone enjoyed the sh- New Japan Pro Wrestling. Did everyone hey, en- the crowd went, Wee! And did everyone enjoy that IWGP Heavyweight title match? And everyone che- And the crowd chanted, please come back. Which is what we did. Yeah. And he said that next time I'm back here, I will still be the IWGP Heavyweight Champion. And we went, eh, probably not. Then Sonata showed up. Uh-oh. And the crowd chanted Sonata. And he said, yeah, I can't wait to be back, but you got one part wrong, because next time we're here, I'm going to be the IWGP Heavyweight Champion. Dun-dun-dun. And they laid out the challenge, and it's happening. Sonata versus Okada for the title. I mean, it was it had it had to happen at some point, but it's next. It's the next one. Good. So I assume that'll be at destruction. I don't know if they announced it yet or not. But yeah, let's go. I want to see that match again. That match was one of the best of the G One. Did you know that uh, he won with like like thirteen seconds left on the match? Yes. Longest match in G1 history with a fit finish. It's pretty cool. Yep. But yeah, it was great. Uh, Royal Quest, the technical issues sucked. Uh, the last two matches were worth the show. It's on New Japan World now. Please watch the first match and tell me what you think of that. The, the audio quality. Okay, I will. That was not the only show that happened... In the UK, though. Indeed, it's not. Because NXT had their UK takeover in Cardiff. Which is in Wales. And guess who's at this show that I didn't find out until after the fact? Who's that? It's funny, because I saw him posting like, stuff on Twitter about like you know Cardiff stuff. I said, oh, that's interesting. That's funny that he was there at the same time as NXT. And then he fucking posed a picture from his seat in the arena. He's like, yeah... Cesaro fucking rules. Fucking Lin-Manuel Miranda was there. And he's a huge Cesaro fan. It rules. And I want him to write his new theme. That's weird. Yeah. It's it's, it's crazy when your different parts of your life collide. It's fun. But yeah. Um, The big thing to take away from the TakeOver uh, Cardiff show is that there was a triple threat... uh, Tag match for the UK tag titles. Do you like the Grizzled Young Veterans? No. What? Do you, what why? My shoes are off. I have, I have good news for you. The shoes are off in the crowd, too. Well, yeah, clearly. It was... that that That's the one thing I like from the crowd. I don't like the fact that they were constantly singing through the whole goddamn show. Weird. I can't believe that they would do that. 
No, it's it's I I know it's the UK and they do that shit, but I don't like it. I never have. It's like just cheer for the goddamn match. Cheer for the spots. Don't just constantly sing just cuz you like cuz you like you're hearing yourself sing. Fuck the UK. It's fucked up, man. But yeah, the the grizzled young veterans took on Gallus, which were Mark Coffey and Wolfgang, and uh, Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster. Do you know why those two were a team? Nope. Because they're both Welsh. Ah. And they had the the Wales flag as their uh, attire. Sure. And wouldn't you guess it, they won. I can't believe that the local boys made good. I mean, WWE is kind of crazy. But also, they are the first ever Welsh champions in WWE history. Alright then. So, congratulations to them. And also, this match was great. There were so many near damn near falls that you know either were like someone else jumping at the last second or actually the person kicking out at the very last second. And it was extremely good. NXT knows how to put on good tag matches, and this one is worth checking out. That they do. Even if I hate Zach Gibson. Stand up. No, no my shoes are already off. I can't. Um, I, uh, I assume you didn't see the uh, anything from the, Mar- the Joe Coffey and Dave Mastiff Last Man Standing match that I told you to watch. Nope. This was extremely my shit. This was so good. Not even a couple minutes into the match, I think it was Joe Coffey was uh, thrown into the corner, and he hit the top turnbuckle so hard that it popped off, and all the uh, the top ropes just exploded. All right, then. So they wrestled the whole match with the top rope not being there. And it was awesome. And it played into it because at one point, Joe Coffey was trying, like, you know, jump off the rope and, like, do a move. But because the top rope wasn't there and there's a bit of extra, like, you know, lax on the middle rope, he just straight up just hit the rope and just fucking collapsed. And it was crazy. And then, of course, they fought around the outside, going through tables, uh, fought into the crowd. One great spot had Mastiff handing Joe Coffey a chair while he was holding a chair. And there, you know how there's the aisleways and the, the floor seats? Yeah. They both stand at different ends of it, and they fucking just run at each other full speed with the chairs in the middle of the crowd. And it was fantastic. It's fucked up. It was really good. Uh, the match eventually like worked over toward the commentary area. One crazy spot where uh, one of the per- people got flipped, like you know, over the overhead, went over the barricade and hit the back of their head on the announce table, and it looked real bad, but they were okay. Ooh, that's good. Yep. And then there was a big spot off the announce table where they went, where they went crashing to the floor. It was it was a great match, and the finish was so good. Because, you know, it's the last man saying match, so you have to answer the count of ten. 
So they're they're on the floor after that big spot, and they're both like getting to their feet, and you know, you know they, they, like the production crates and stuff with the wheels and everything. Mm-hmm. So uh, Dave Massif is using one of those like to help get himself up to his feet, and Joe Coffey just fucking kicks it out from under him, and he falls, and and before at the nine count, and he loses. It's fucked up. <laughs> it's so good. Just fucking kicks it out of his way, and he just falls down. He never made it to his feet, so technically so the count kept going. And yeah, Joe Coffey won, and I think I really like Joe Coffey if I wasn't already pressed with him after the uh, Pete Dunn match at the last takeover. That guy is legit. Uh, did you know that Cesaro had a match? He had an open challenge. I'd heard this. Well, he got answered by Ilyov Dragunov. Sure. I I did not know who this guy was before. He's a real fucking crazy Russian guy. No, not Russian. He's German. My bad. I think... I think he's German. I should have fact-checked that, but yeah. Either way, he's this crazy bald guy, and he fights Cesaro, and these two just beat the shit out of each other. And the big spot of the match was Cesaro swinging him for a 40 count. He just kept swinging him. Yeah, okay. We haven't seen the Cesaro swing like that in a long time, so that was really great. Pretty good. Crowd was extremely into Cesaro, and of course Cesaro won. And after the match, he came back in the ring, got in the corner, and was hype, you know, yelling at uh, Dragunov to get up so he could just lay him out. Runs toward him, stops, extends his hand. Friendship. Hooray! And then he whispers something in his ear, and I think it was to never go to the main roster. Yeah, okay. Yep. And, uh... Tony Storm defended her UK women's title against Kayla Ray. The story was their friends from when they were young. And Kayla Ray was just using mind games again to her head and talking shit and then making Tony Storm lose her cool. It's fucked up. And guess what? What's that? Tony Storm lost her cool and she lost. Oh no! She's no longer the UK Women's Champion. Oh no! And my thinking is because they want her to be on the USA Network. Yeah, I can see it. Because they need stars in the women's, in that women's division now. And especially being on that big platform. So bringing in Rhea Ripley and her. It's a smart move. I would yeah. like I would like to see Shayna Baszler fight Tony Storm. That's, that's, that was my thinking. Because there, there's no other explanation for why you know, a white hot Tony Storm would drop the belt like this so quickly. Yeah, pretty much. But yeah. Was, the match was fine. Nothing to write home about. And then we got to the main event. Uh, did you watch this match? I watched some of the match. Walter. He's a big boy. Imperium. They're hand behind their back boys. Tyler Bate. He's a big strong boy, but he's not very big. Well, he's very strong, though. He fucking picked up Walter. He sure did. Yeah, this match went over 42 minutes. 
don't was, know that it really needed to be this long. No, it, it didn't need to be, but it was fun. I really enjoyed the story of, you know, Walter just being this monster, and somehow Tyler Bate keeps getting the strength because the crowd keeps chaining, and now he's a big, strong boy, and he keeps doing big, strong boy things. It's true. Yeah, it was a great match. I wish it was shorter by, like, maybe, like, ten minutes, but I really enjoyed it. Walter's great, and Tyler Bate's great. Tyler Bay has improved a lot since, you know, his first run with that title. Yeah. He's really coming to his own, and despite being part of Mustache Mountain, he's still really great at being a singles wrestler. Yep. So, yeah. I wonder if uh, British Strong Style will end up getting a fourth member. Because Imperium has four members. Who knows? Cassius Ono. Do it. <laughs> Please don't. I can't believe I put that out into the world. We're fucked. He's the strongest Brit. Make it happen. It's fat. It's fucked up. But yeah, that's uh, all I got from UK Takeover. I think it was a really enjoyable show. i still not going to watch U- NXT UK regularly because there's too much wrestling. But it seems like they're doing good shit there. Sure. I like it. And the reason I can't watch it is because WWE keeps doing weekly TV shows. We don't need to watch those, though. We do it anyway because we hate ourselves, but... I I have a a handful of points I want to talk about. You know, I don't want to go, like, full depth because there's so much stuff we've been talking about. But we need to talk about the Firefly Funhouse. Fucking awesome. John? This This is probably the best one. John? Yes. The Vince puppet showed up. He did. He can't believe that Bray that he's been reading the dirt sheets and Bray Wyatt is challenging for the Universal title at Hell in a Cell, which is not even the next pay-per-view. No, it's cool. Check out this money. What, what, what do you mean? Eat the money. Are, are you saying that he prevented himself from getting fired because he draws money? the money. And then Vince Vord the money? Yes. Fuck. Think so, about it. It was so good. I can't it's believe really this gets approved. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how he's able to get away with this shit. How it's does, amazing. How does Vince Washington say, yeah, this is okay? I don't know. You know, you know why? Uh, why is that? Because when Bray handed him the the disc with the with the segment on it, he also put a hundred dollar bills into Vince's mouth. Yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense. It's real. It's true. Vince McMahon needs money. Confirmed. Yeah. This is great, and also, it actually m- makes me excited for this match at Hell in a Cell. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no. I I need this. Like, this went from being like, I don't know about this. I feel like they're kind of pushing him a little early to, no, I need this right now. Give this to me right now. Fiend is a champion. Let's go. Let's do it. 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 Do you think that he paints the belt so it looks like the Fiend face? Sure. Or do you think he actually gets his Blizzard World Championship? 
Yes. Because remember that belt that he had made? Yes. What if he gets it, but he just makes it a little more red? Yes. Do it. How about this? Hear me out. When Bray Wyatt has the belt, it's the normal Universal title, but when he turns into feed, the, the, the belt also transforms. Okay. Make the belt transform. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this. I Fuck Clash of Champions. Seth Rollins is going to win that match. Just give me Rollins versus The Fiend right now. Yeah, do it. How do you think The Fiend would work in, in a, like a longer match, like a Hell in a Cell? Do you think it would that style would still work? I don't think we're going to find out because he's just going to murder. And it's going to be over in like two minutes. You think they're going to put the, the cell structure there and he's just going to win like real fast? Do it. They would have to do multiple Hell in a Cells then, for sure. Do it. All right. I'm in. Fuck everyone. I mean, they are going to do multiple Hell in a Cells because you know they're going to do the fucking... Uh, Women's. And Randy Orton. I don't think that match needs it. I don't think it needs it either, but they'll do it. Yeah, how about this? They do like a lethal lockdown style thing and they just have every match in the cell. Yeah, okay. Put our truth and Drake Maverick in the cell. Yeah, okay. You can't escape with the 24 7 title if you're caged up. It's true. Um. Hey, John, remember last week when we made our predictions for the SmackDown side of the King of the Ring tournament? And we had yep. exact opposite predictions. Yep. Guess who's good at telling WWE's terrible booking? Yeah, I don't feel bad about getting this one wrong. Because Chad Gable is awesome. Yeah, uh, you know, Chad Gable's good. I I still think that fucking Ali versus Andrade, Ali versus Andrade would be a much better match than Gable versus Elias is going to be. But I think that. Gable or Gable versus Corbin is going to be about the same as Ali versus Corbin, so it's a wash. Yeah, Cor- Corbin's winning either way. It doesn't matter. I can't believe that Corbin's gonna pin Samojo. He's not. If Ricochet's not gonna take the pin. Oh, I think he's gonna take it. Really? Yeah. I was gonna say Ricochet. You know, hits his big move. On Joe, and then he gets thrown out of the ring, and Corbin takes the pin. I say he's going to jump into. He's going to try for the six thirty, and he's going to jump right into an end of days. That would be fucking amazing if they can actually pull off the coordination. Do you think Corbin could do that? No, but they're going <laughs> to try. Fuck. All right. Are you going to go to the garden and see this? No. Those tickets. I-, I looked at those tickets today. They're they're too expensive. Yeah, I looked at him too. Fuck that. No. That sucks. I, I was thinking of probably going if the tickets were cheaper. Oh, well. The Garden is a cool arena. Yep, but, eh. Um, did you see that end of Raw? Wait, what? Did you see the end of Raw? No. Did you see... You didn't see the part where... Bailey turned fucking evil. Oh, 
Oh, that thing. I, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about, like, I thought you were still talking about uh, Corbin or something. I was like, wait, what are you talking about? No, sorry. I wanted to get away from that. Yeah, no, no. I absolutely did see Bailey fucking go full on heel on fucking Becky and beat the shit out of her with that chair. And I was like, because I literally screamed, yes, at my, ta- at my TV. Did you see her promo on SmackDown? No, but I heard it's weird. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know what they're doing now, because she should just be full fucking evil. She's trying to justify herself, like, no, I'm still a face. I just have loyalty to my best friend. I'm trying to be a good role model and tell you that friendship is the most important thing. I think that they're going to keep this up until the pay-per-view. Yeah, until she goes until she gets past Charlotte. Yeah. Well, also, I th- no, actually, I th- no, because I think that the the full on turn is going to happen during the match with Charlotte. Wait, do you do a double turn and Charlotte turns face? Yep. Well, I guess you need to because there's like only how many faces are are there left? Okay, let hear me out here, Owen. I'm going to stop you there. You don't need to because Charlotte is garbage as a face and Agreed. really shouldn't be a baby face. And please don't do this. But they will because Charlotte's already going to be cheered as a baby face because they're where is the pay-per-view happening? I don't know. It's in Charlotte. That's fucked up. Yep. Sure, you can do it. But I'm trying to figure out how many faces are there on the women's division. There's Ember Moon. Liv Morgan, if she ever comes back. She's not. Is Natalia a face? Yeah. Dana Brooke doesn't exist. Yeah, Dana Brooke doesn't exist. Sarah Logan doesn't exist, but she's hypothetically a face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but of, of the women active, there are, like, two faces. Naomi? She's not active. What do you mean? When's the last time you saw her? Oh, like a month ago? How many people... I feel like it's been longer than that. Maybe it's been longer. I I feel like Naomi's counts. She's active. It's just this company's terrible and doesn't know how to use any of their women, so they're not using her. Well, it also I hurts mean, that they're using the same women on both shows. Well, yeah. Uh, look, technically, Lexi and, and Bliss are faces. What? Sorry, Blissy and Nikki. Yeah. I, I was trying I, I was I, trying so hard to get around the fucking... I, you know, I, the, I, I'm aware of what you're the doing. Echo. <laughs> No, that they're not. All up. They're, they're fucking heels. I are they? Pretty sure they're heels. They're they keep cheating. But the last people they fought were Fire and Desire. Yeah, heel versus heel because they don't have any faces. I think they're baby faces, that and sucks. you just don't want to accept it because you know Bliss shouldn't it's be blissy. a face. Yeah, I agree with you. That's weird. When did that turn happen? Uh, when did that turn happen? I think it's just she's always been kind of a tweener ever since she came back. Like, I think it's just it never really happened because she's never really fully been a heel but she's never really fully been a face because, like, you know, it's not like she could really do all that much because she's busy doing fucking a moment of bliss, basically. Yeah. And drinking coffee. 
Coffee turned her face. FK in the coffee. Yes. See that bliss? Clear as a crisp spring morning. God damn it. I don't want to talk about wrestling anymore. I'm almost done, John. We got to talk about the Rowan promo because it was really cool. And it didn't save this whole storyline, but it was better than what I expected. Yeah, what the fuck is this about? Roman actually being good at cutting promos. What? You mean Rowan? Sorry, I... (laughs) Hey, instinctive slip of the tongue there. You You can't fault me for that one. Understand. Yeah, Rowan getting good at cutting promos. What the fuck? I never saw this coming. What, you don't think he was good after those uh, Bludgeon Brother promos where he just yelled random words? Or the promos when he was the Vintner where he was yelling, I don't like bullies? Oh, man, he's still a Vintner. Come on, you know that. Vintners care about the environment. Does he give a fuck about Daniel Bryan, though? No. He threw Daniel Bryan through that announce table. Is Daniel Bryan a face now? No. Is Rowan just a bigger heel than Daniel Bryan? Yep, Rowan is just the hyper heel. That's crazy, and I kind of love it. I kind of love it, too, but also I don't because I don't see this going anywhere. No, Roman's going to win. That's it. And Rowan goes away forever. Hmm. I I say Roman is backstage trying to leave the arena and then he gets hit by another car. I just want to say, how the fuck is it that this year Daniel Bryan keeps ending up in storylines where he... Even though he's, like, the main character in it and should be the main focus, he always becomes fucking secondary. I don't know how that keeps happening. It happened when he was the fucking champion with the Kofi shit, and now it's happening again with the fucking, like, who attacked Roman shit. Maybe Dan Bryan just doesn't cut it the promos as much as he used to. He's really good at them, but apparently for some reason he's getting overshadowed by someone else. It's weird. Or it's just Vince being Vince and thinking that Daniel Bryan isn't great still. He's a B-plus player. We know this. Fuck off. I mean, look, I guess it makes sense with the B-show. But, John, you you ignored the part where I said Roman gets run over by another car. Yeah, I I heard you say that. You're not going to ask who's driving the car? Who's driving? Time Rock. Duh. Bears driving. How can this be? God damn it. That's it for Raw and SmackDown. Alright. Do you have anything you want to say about NXT this week? I mean, I wrote a bunch of notes for NXT. Yeah, would you like to, do you want to cover them, or do you not? It's your call. It's been a long show. It's been a very long show, so I'm just... Actually, it has now. Look at the time. This has not been a long show. It feels long, though, because it feels like we've covered too much. Yeah, so it's your call, John. What, would you like to talk about NXT? I'm going to run through it very quickly. Alright, let's go. Brazongo has an actual entrance now. What? They have an they have a theme. I thought they've had a theme. No, they have like an actual theme composed for them. What? Yes. Is it good? 
It is a cop theme. Wait, like the TV show? Not like the TV show, like Big Cops, Boss Man? but like, but like, it is very much like a police procedural TV show, like, like Seventies Order. Cop show. No, like Seventies oh. Cop. Oh, show. that sounds great! It's fucking good. Do they have like new outfits and not just wearing all the black? Eh, no, they're still wearing the all black. Yeah, yeah, basically. But I like their new entrance. Nice. I like that fashion police are back, baby. Oh yeah. I like their I like that their finisher has a name now with their weird like pendulum like hit you in the face and then elbow drop you. It's called the fashion faux pas. Oh my god, that's fantastic. I love it. Yeah, they fought they fought two Canadian guys whose thing is we have fleur de leafs. Sure. WrestleMania Matt, was Matt Martell and Chad Parker. That, those are generic names. Yep. They did a very long hug in the beginning, so I guess they're best friends, non-union Canadian equivalent. Did the camera zoom out? No. Then it, uh... Anyway, yeah, th- this was a squash. Okay. Here's a weird thing that I've never seen NXT do. What's that? They were doing, like, you know, their hype video for, like, you know, the next, like, one of the matches. Being like, hey, and this is happening later tonight. And then as they do that, like, you start hearing, like, weird sounds. They're like, wait, hold on. What's going on? Cut to outside. They've done that before. I don't see them do it often, so I forgot. No, they haven't done it in a while. But it's when they do it, it's great. Cut to outside. It's Io Shirai beating Candice LeRae to death with a kendo stick. Yes. It's pretty good. Do you know if they're having a match next week? No. They should save that for the first NXT. No, because the first NXT is the triple threat elimination match. Let EO wrestle twice. Do you not want to see Cameron an entrance twice? It's two, it's two hour show, John. I do. Cameron Grimes cut a promo. It sucked. Who's that? He's one of the breakout people. He's the guy that I'm pretty sure, if anything, actually, he's the guy that lost to to Jordan Miles in the in the finals. All oh, right, yeah, that guy. I didn't like this promo. It was dumb. It's NXT. It's kind of he. His gimmick seems to be that he talks about himself in the third person. Um. So the Rock. And keeps repeating th- things. It, yeah, it just it was very annoying. Uh, speaking of annoying, yeah, and speaking of people <laughs> that want to be the Rock and are fucking terrible. Oh my god! At everything. Can we say it together, John? One, two, two three. three. Fuck Kona Reeves. That's it. That's all I he got. He doesn't even have his fucking like jacket anymore. What? Now he's just now he's basically just wearing like the the rock tracksuit shit, but it's white. That's but he has awful. Joey Janela shades. Get fuck off, dude. Conor Reeves sucks. He sucks, and now he's not even like entertainingly bad. He's just bad. I will say that Conor Reeves has gotten better in the ring. A little bit. What about his character? But, a little bit, but 
but it's better in the sense it's better in the sense that he's gone from I hate you and everything you're doing just fucking go away forever to now he's just so bland that like I forget everything he's done after he's done it. That's sad. Yeah. Kona Reeves is, is pathetic. Fuck Kona Reeves. Fuck Kona Reeves. He's terrible. Velveteen Dream beat his ass. Good. Was it for the title? No. Good. Fuck Kona Reeves. He didn't even use the purple Rainmaker on him. I saw. Fuck Kona Reeves. It's not worth it. This is when I tuned in. I tuned in right as Kona Reeves' entrance came on. I went, fuck this. And then, hey, check out this cool video. It's Roderick Strong. What? He's standing in the dark. What? But it looks like he's around like a fire or something. He's yelling a bunch of shit. Yeah? And then, oh shit, he lit fucking Velveteen Dream's couch on fire! Oh my, what? You can't do that. Velveteen Dream was really upset. Where was he? I don't know! Was he in the, the room where Dream snaps his fingers and everything is purple? No, he was clearly outside somewhere, but how did he get the couch out there? Teamwork? Maybe. Where's the rest of the Undisputed Era? They weren't in that video. They didn't want to be around for that part. This fucking rules. Yeah, I like Roder Strong a lot. This fucking rules so hard. Roger Song is such an idiot. This is great. This this might be better than the bloody sandal. Yeah. I don't know. The bloody sandal was really good. The bloody sandal was really good, but this is him lighting Valentine Dream's couch on fire! Did, did you see him light it on fire, or was it already on fire? It was already on fire. Darn. Man, I wish the, the flames were purple. That would have been even better. It would have been even better, but again, it was all sold by when Velveteen Dream realizes it's his couch, he's very upset. Well, he should be, it's his couch. Goddamn right. It was, it was fucking... Roger Strong was like, buy another one, you rich motherfucker. Well, he had to do something drastic to get in our title match. He can't be the only one in Undisputed Ever without a title. It's true. Anyway, Bianca Belair and Tanera Conti had a match. Although, I guess hey. Tanera Conti doesn't have her last name anymore. I thought her, her, her Titantron had her last name on it. It does, but they only call her Tanera. Did the graphics just say Tanera? I don't remember, but I think it did. That's awful. Hold on, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check the website. That's not good. Yeah, whatever. This yeah. Is- Bianca Belair's back, though. Yeah, no, Bianca Belair is back, and she's still great. Yeah, we were, She's still the EST. We were wondering if she was hurt, but turns out, she's back. She's back. It's cool. No, the the, yeah. we, the website says Tanera Conti. Well, they only called her Tanera on the show. Weird. So maybe that's maybe that's something they're changing. I hope not. Anyway, yeah, this, you know, this match is, this match is fine. Let people have full names, you cowards. Bianca won. Of course she did. She's CST, and also she's going to be in that match for the, yep. for the number one contendership. And then we kind of talked about it earlier in the context of, like, you know, talking about, let's say, uh, Hangman Adam Page versus Chris Jericho. But, uh, yeah, then uh, fucking Adam Cole and Jordan Miles had their fucking match for the NXT championship. This was surprisingly competitive, and I really liked it. No, I thought it was great. I, I thought it was exactly what it needed to be. Of like, 
here's it here's it being a very competitive match here showing that like this new guy the jordan miles is fucking great and he can hang with adam cole he belongs here he belongs in the main event but he's also not ready and cole still beats him clean and doesn't even have to use the panama sunrise my favorite part is that he beat him clean yep i didn't have to use panama sunrise yep well he did his other finisher I did, but yeah, you know, and this, but like, hey, again, there's something to be, there's something to be said about like, yeah, I'm using the one finisher on you, but I'm not using like, I don't have to use the crazy finisher again, like Velveteen Dreams didn't need to use Purple Raymaker to put away Kona Reeves. It says a lot that like, he didn't need to use the Panama Sunrise to put him away. He could just get away with like a last rights without even removing the knee pad. Yeah, I think that's good because it's like builds up those moves more. No, again, that's what I'm saying. It tells yeah. you every, and also it tells you everything you need to know about where Jordan Miles stands. He's great. He's really good. He was able to bring Adam Cole to like a fucking tough ass fight. Like they had a fucking like 15 minute match that was very competitive. But like when push comes to shove, Cole is still on another level. He doesn't need to go super deep to beat him. He just needs to be himself. Indeed. Bay Bay. Yeah, I think it's a great story that they told, and I really enjoyed it. And matches worth checking out, I would say. Yeah, absolutely. But, John? Yep. I think that's it. I think we've covered all the wrestling. I don't know how, but we sure did. We fucking did it! That's Let's it for never he- do it again. That's it for Heel Turn. That's it for this show. Goodbye forever. No, no we have to do the plugs. Why do a plug for a show that's ending forever? No, John, bad news, we're back next week. Wrestling is still happening. You can't prove it. I can. AEW is is starting to show up in October. But that's not next week, so you haven't proved that wrestling isn't dead forever. Is is Clash of Champions next week? Uh, Two Sundays. Okay. So wait, yeah, that would be next week. We would be setting up for it. Yeah, but the Matt, the show won't have happened. So no, therefore you're tr- no. But I'm trying, to, trying s- to say that next week we do our predictions for Clash of Champions. Yeah, but why predict a show that's not going to happen? Because wrestling is over. John, wrestling is never over. Wrestling's done forever. Just but, get over it. Fuck. Over. Y'all come back now. You here? This podcast is a part of the Zonecast Network, produced and edited by Owen Douglas. Find more of our shows at zonecast.com.